0: Tiernanog is an Irish pub located downtown since 1997. It is a center for local drinks, music, and community. However, on Sunday, November 22nd, Tiernanog closed its doors permanently. I visited the bar to talk to the owner and patrons about their community, favorite memories, and overall experiences with the bar. I started at Local Band Local Beer, a weekly event at Tiernanog, to get the community opinion. I talked to many people, including the coordinator for Local Band Local Beer, Craig Reed, about his thoughts on the bar closing. I feel like
1: Tier Closing is unfortunate, and it's going to be really sad to see it go after 18 years in the community. But when it comes down to it, there's always going to be changes in the city growing as fast as ours, and we have to embrace them and not be afraid of them. I think the fact that some of the series, if not all of them, already have found new homes, including Local Band Local like Beer, it's a good thing.
0: other people I interviewed echoed
2: Reed's opinion it's devastating I started Tiernanog FC which is the soccer team here and we were second in the league we've done like five years of being the soccer team and now we have to find a new pub for our team and it's sad but I'm excited to figure out what happens next
0: while at Tiernanog, I ran into several members of local bands including Graham High of Museum Mouth who was happy to share his top memory
2: I've always tried to live up to, I heard Double Negative played here once in the first song. The lead singer jumped straight into the crowd first thing. So glasses flew everywhere, people were bleeding, and I always tried to live up to that.
0: To truly get the full story on Tiernanog, I interviewed Pete Pagano, the current owner of the bar. Mr. Pagano has operated the bar since 2005 and has witnessed the Raleigh community blossom with his restaurant.
1: I was moving to Raleigh, Uh, Back in 2005, I actually bought the pub in about seven years after it's been opened and looking for a restaurant in the area. And I worked in Irish pubs in Belgium and wanted to continue to do that over here. So I walked into the pub, looked around, loved it and wanted to buy it.
0: Since purchasing the bar in 2005, Mr. Pagano has witnessed Raleigh change around him.
1: Back in 2005, there really wasn't much in the downtown area. What was downtown was there there really wasn't any connectivity. Um, So I think that's probably the biggest change. Little sections of bars and restaurants are now connected with other retail locations, bars, restaurants. I think that's probably really the biggest change is that there's actually a vibrant downtown where there really wasn't one 11 years ago.
0: Mr. Pagano also shared his thoughts on being a local business owner in downtown Raleigh.
1: Always exciting. Uh, with downtown growing and the uh, really the triangle continuing to grow, there's just a lot of opportunities. It's exciting to see. So many different types of people occupy the you know, same space in mean, the same city. So I guess opportunity—that's that's what's fun. Um, you know, to be able to create and to reach out and then to be able to—I I guess I mean really—it's more of I think being a part of everything that's happening.
0: Finally, I concluded by asking Mister Pagano in what direction he was heading after Tiernanog.
1: So when I started considering to do something with the space, I thought of Van from uh, Bita Manda. he's he and his sister Van uh, Visa do an amazing job, um, both with the customer service, the feel, mm-hmm. the atmosphere. There's just a lot of detail and a lot of thought that goes into everything they do. So we, we were talking, and I mentioned to him that I was thinking of potentially moving on, uh, and um, he's been looking for a space with, for an amazing concept that he has called Plenty, and it actually just seemed to work. I mean, it just, it all seemed to come together. The space that he, he wanted uh, kind of matched, you know, our uh, square footage. I wanted to make sure that whoever took this space had passion in what they do, um, had to drive what they did, and it would add value. That's mainly it.
0: For the past 18 years, Tiernanoke has brought together a community. The restaurant will be greatly missed but has certainly left Raleigh with many good memories. So, what are some of your greatest memories from working here?
1: Um. Well, there. Was- Held out tambourine, and they brought him on stage, and he played the tambourine like a madman, like a crazy person, and he was just beating it uh, all over his body. He was like bruised, he had like bruised ribs and like hips, and it, he was hitting himself in the head with it. And I think he remembers that to this day as probably his fondest memory at a show.
0: Although Tiernanog is now closed. It will continue to live on in the memory of those who made a community there. For Eye on the Triangle, I'm Marissa Jordan.
2: You're still listening to WKNC-FM Raleigh. This is Eye on the Triangle. And up next, Nick Weaver brings you his roundup of the best albums of 2015 during this week's Modest Mouth Review. Ho ho humbug! Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Modest Mouth Review with me, Nick Weaver of Eye on the Triangle. It's the month of December and you all know what that means. Non-stop idiotic jokes about hanging lights, stuffing turkeys, hating relatives, and general tomfoolery involving the holidays. Also, year-end reviews, the part that I actually enjoy. And by reviews, I mean like albums and stuff, not yearly sales as attributed to each employee. It's a top 5 show. I'm saying this is a top 5 albums of 2015 show. Excluding albums that will come out throughout the rest of December, let's take a look at my top 5 albums of this year, starting with number 5. Number 5! Built to Spill's Untethered Moon Now, you might not know this because I've never talked about it on the show or reviewed one of their albums, but I am a huge Built to Spill fan. Have been for years now, got into them because of Modest Mouse, went to the concert with my buddy earlier this year, Great Fun. That concert that we went to just so happened to be in promotion of the album they dropped in March called Untethered Moon. Untethered Moon is the first album to feature collaborative writing between the members of the band and lead singer Doug March, or at least that's what he said. I haven't double checked. At any rate, this album really does sound like the first of its kind out of their discography. It doesn't really match up to my two favorite albums by them, which are Keep It Like a Secret and You in Reverse, but it's a quality indie rock album from a classic indie rock band. It's a happier, nostalgic sounding album that still delivers on the heavier side. This album makes the list primarily because of my love for Built to Spill, though it does feature some really catchy tunes that'll stick with you for a while. Bonus: I didn't include it because it's an EP and this is a top 5 albums list, but if I had included it, *Sheer Mag's 2 EP would have taken this album's place. Number 4, Caravan Palace's Robot. Everything from here on out including this album is all stuff I reviewed on the show, so the descriptions are going to be slightly shorter. For those not in the know, this album is the third from electro swing band Caravan Palace. Their distinctly French sound is maintained on this album despite its great departure from previous albums. There's a lot of things I could say are still there, but I think you get the point. It's a solid album and most of what's changed in their sound is the balance between electro and swing, which is now solidly in favor of electro. Like it or not, I thought it was a solid album and an acceptable departure. (laughs) Number 3 Ratatats Magnifique Oh crap, I lied, I didn't review this one, I meant to, but then I got a bunch of recommendations and I forgot. At any rate, I'm also a gigantic Ratatat fan. This album, and Ratatat itself, is sort of electro-rock. Mostly rock. It's all instrumental, but don't be mistaken. It's some of the most creative, atmospheric, beautiful, and attention-holding instrumental that you'll ever hear. This album wasn't as well-received as Ratatat's previous albums, but whatever. Pitchfork is overrated. There, I said it. From an orchestration and songwriting perspective, there is nothing wrong or bad about this album. I don't see where the complaints are, really. It's just awesome and a wild ride. It's got a bunch of really memorable songs on it, two of which are Cream on Chrome and Abrasive. Anyone who wants to complain about Magnifique can go do it somewhere else. As far as I'm concerned, this album was fantastic. 2 Waves is V. That is, the band Waves with two Vs and the album V. Or five, I guess. I don't know, man. Numerical albums are confusing. I only just learned that Sheer Max 2 isn't actually 11 7-inch. I digress. The album V is Waves' fifth album, surprising no one. It was generally well-received by critics, including me. V is Waves' cleanest album yet and much more of lifting in tone than their last album, Afraid of Heights. I could repeat everything I said in my review of this album, but instead I'll just say the songs are infectiously good and V is, in my opinion, the most musically brilliant album that Waves has put out to date. In. Landon's Falling Inside. Oh. My. God. This album was ridiculously good. I can't even begin to describe it in short form. I had enough trouble in my actual review of it. Maybe it won't blow everyone's mind, but Falling Inside sure blew mine. Instead of talking about it, I'm just gonna let you guys listen to a little sample of my two favorite tracks. Oh And there you have it, guys. My top five of 2015. On a scale of negative two to seven, I give this review of my reviews a C for confusing and dumb. As for me, I've been Nick, though I'm also known as Lens, Meerkat, Klesk, or just that dude who can't trust himself properly in public. I'm less fond of that last one. As always, you can send in review requests by emailing publicaffairs at wknc.org, though I might not get to them for another month or so, as we're going to be taking a short break for the end of the semester slash holiday period. Thanks again for listening in, and I'll speak to you all again next time. We'd like to thank our staff of contributors and all of our guests that made the show possible. For Eye on the Triangle, I'm Nick Savage.
0: For Eye on the Triangle, I'm Michaela O'Connor. For Eye on the Triangle, I'm Mirtha Donistorg. Colleen Keenan-Ferguson with Eye on the Triangle.
1: I'm Zach Tanner with Eye on the Triangle. This has been
2: Gavin Stone for Eye on the Triangle.
0: This is Rachel Smith with Eye on the Triangle. For Eye on the Triangle, this has been Caitlin Montgomery.
2: That's all for this week. I'm Connor Kennedy for Eye on the Triangle. I'm Kevin Kronk, and this is Eye on the Triangle.
0: That was it for the weather this week. I'm Jasmine Smith with Eye on the Triangle.
2: I'm Saif Hassan, and this has
1: been your News Beyond the Headlines. Hello, this is Jake Winters for Eye on the Triangle. This is Snow Verrated. I just wanted to take a second to wish all the listeners a happy holiday, and I hope everyone enjoys having time around their families, even if they can be annoying sometimes. Thank you for tuning in to Verrated. This is Jake Winters for Eye on the Triangle.
2: Have a good night
1: and a good holiday season.
2: Good evening to you listeners out there. This is the Community Calendar, an Eye on the Triangle segment informing you of cool events and activities occurring on campus for the upcoming week. This has been the Community Calendar. I am Peter Swazeni.
1: And, and this is the road and WKNC 88.1. You're listening to WKNC 88.1